welcome to the Locking Castle Church podcast. This Sunday morning teaching was given as part of the Identity and Purpose series. Okay, good morning. Okay, so um, two things that I do in sermons. One, I sing really badly, uh, really traditional songs. I might have one of those. Uh, and two, I've put some science in there as well. We'll see how we, uh, how we get on. Um, slightly different this time as well. I put my notes over here, and I'm really scared about that. So what I normally do when I'm... Uh, this isn't the sermon, by the way. This is me just getting all the nervous energy out. Because I haven't written word for word this sermon, and this is the first sermon I've ever not done that. I've just got a, a list of things to talk about. So we'll see how it goes. So um, can you all just send a really, really quick prayer just up, upwards um, for it? That would be, uh, be great. So the sermon series that we're talking about um, today is about identity and purpose. And last week, uh, Andy introduced it asking two questions. Who am I and what am I here for? Now, they're big questions, and those questions that um, a lot of the teenagers that I teach at Hans Price uh, ask all the time. Who am I, and what am I here for? And my job as a teacher is to actually try and figure out with them, what are they here for, what are they going to do, what kind of job they're going to be, what kind of people they're going to be. I spoke to two boys this, uh, this week who were refusing to go to assembly. And they were like, I just can't see the point in assembly. It's like, they're just going to tell us stuff. And we had a chat, and they got uh, to share some things with me, and I shared some things with them. And the thing that I said was that an assembly is all about thinking about who you are. We talk about mental health. We talk about um, interacting with the community, those kind of things. And, and as, as school, we're trying to get them their GCSEs and their BTECs, of course. But also, I said, I want you to be the best person that you can be when you leave school. And, and they went, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Now, I'm going to have major issues with both of them going forward for the next two years. But that's what we're thinking about, we're thinking about our identity. And what Andy was talking about last, uh, last week was thinking about success and what does success look like. Now I talk about success all the time at school, about I want you to be a, a successful student, I want to be a successful teacher, let's work together um, to do that. But when we think about it in, God, in God's terms and in the kingdom of heaven's terms, Actually, he sorted all that out. Uh, there's nothing really much for us to do. Um, so we just need to find our identity in, uh, in God. So today what we're going to think about is we're going to think about finding our identity in the relationship with God. Okay, And that is uh, a really good time to do that today because we're looking at the Methodist tradition of the covenant service. Um, I wonder if you've got the covenant prayer ready to go. It starts with, I'm no longer, yeah, you've got that. So we're gonna have a look at that um, in a second. Now, it's a real um, strong Methodist tradition. Now, I was brought up in a Methodist church, 
and every year at the beginning of the year in January we would have a covenant service and the covenant service is where we actually commit ourselves for the beginning of the year to God. I'm just wondering if you can have a look at um, some of the words because the words aren't like easy words to say. Um, if we can keep going. So where it starts with, I'm no longer my own. Is that been there? I haven't teed this up. Um, there we are. I'm no longer uh, my own, but yours. Wow. So my I identity has nothing to do with me. It's all about him. Put me to what you will. Rad me with whom you will. Put me to your doing. Put me to your suffering. Let me employed for you or laid aside for you. Nothing to do with me. It's all about God. So how do we do that? Um, and how does it relate to that parable that Sarah's just uh, written? So if we have a look, uh, sorry, I'm going to get you to jump uh, backwards and forwards. If we have a look at the parable um, again. So Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he laid it again. He hid it again. And then, in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. So he found something which was precious. And, and the Bible um, talks about this, um, this treasure. And then it says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant that looking for fine pearls. When he found it, he went away and sold everything that he had and bought that field. So the kingdom of heaven is that treasure, is that pearl. And that's what he's offering. He's offering that great treasure. Now, we then have a response to that. So how do we relate to that treasure? Okay, so we could go and go, oh yeah, that's a nice treasure there. Oh, that's nice and we'll walk away. Or we'll go, oh yeah, that's a nice treasure. Oh, we need to put a wall around there so no one nicks it. Yeah, we need to put a whole lot of rules in place so that treasure can stay there because it's really nice and therefore we we keep it there. Or we can go, oh, we'll, we'll go and visit it from time to time and go, oh yeah, that's a nice treasure, let's go away. Or we can sell everything we have and we can have that field and we can have that treasure. So that is the covenant and there's those four covenants that I'm going to tell you, uh, talk to you about um, today. Okay? And in great Methodist tradition, I have some props. Now, growing up, whenever I went to my Methodist church, the, the, uh, the local preacher would always come along with a bag. So I have a bag. And my bag has some things in it. However, I do need someone. And I need someone who is really godly. Because I need a god. I need a, someone to be my god here. Come on then. Yeah, you look, uh, you look pretty godly. Of course, not quite God, but quite close. So, would you come and, uh, <laughs> come and stand here? Okay, so we're going to think about that first vision of um, what we, um, 
how we relate to God. That whole, I'll go and visit it, and that's quite nice. And I would call that the toilet paper uh, covenant. Okay? So, God has the toilet paper. And I have the toilet paper. So we're connected. And it's like, great. Hi, God. Hello. <laughs> However, I get distracted. I go, I go over here. It's like, oh, oh, that's kind of connected. Oh, no, I'm going to go over here. And that covenant is broken. So a toilet paper covenant is not really that good. That's kind of where we, we glance at God from time to time. We'll come to church every now and again. And we'll kind of say, hi, God, how are you? And that's about it. So that's the first type of covenant that we can think of. The second type of covenant, you see I got busy yesterday, got very creative. Uh, it is recycled paper, it's a, it's a worksheet. Um, so here we have the, um, the paper chain kind of covenant. Now the paper chain covenant is built on rules. Okay, I'll just have that again for a second. So this is a covenant that I make with God. It's on my basis. So what I do is I put rules in place, okay? And each of these chain rings is a different rule. And this is how uh, the Israelites did it in the Old Testament. And God goes, well, you need to do this to get to me. And you need to do this and this and this and this and so on. And you can get to God. Now, that's fine. And I think those people... Uh, today that do that, it's like, oh, well, we have to come to church every single Sunday and I have to sit in the, the seat that I, that I sit in or else I can't get close to God. Um, or we need to do this in church. Or we need to make sure that the traditions, they're not important, so we need to make sure we're breaking the traditions. I'm not saying that these are all traditions. Actually, breaking tradition for tradition's sake is one of these. Or we have to sing the love, the latest Hillsong uh, thing every single week. And when it's no longer the new one, we have to then sing the other one. And if we sing the new one, that's going to get us close to God. Yeah. I'm, now, I'm saying that because I really like traditional things like the covenant service and things like that. So I see the real power in uh, traditions and I see the power in finding things new. But when we put those in place uh, of us connecting to God and one of them breaks, what happens? We've broken our covenant with God. He's still waiting for me. So I need to put another rule in place and if I put another rule in place then we can get there. But I'm just going to break another rule and if I break another rule it's not going to work again. So that's a second kind of covenant that we can have. Now the third type of covenant is the elastic band covenant. Okay? Now this one's a pretty secure covenant. Okay? So I'm not really going to break that easy. However, I can be really close to God. Hello. 
How are you? You're good? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Excellent. Been up too much recently? Just, you know, everything. Apart from any more Red Seas or anything like that? Everything. Just everything, yeah. Where have you been? Everywhere. Everywhere. I thought so. Okay. So, so we're pretty close. All at once, which is also a really good movie I've heard. All at once. Cool. So, I'm pretty close. However, I'm going to find my identity in the world as well. So, I, I can go away from God. And I can be cr- pretty close to God. And then I can go away from God. And I can be close to God. And then I can, and I can keep on doing that. Now, what's going to happen if I keep on doing this? It's going to break. Who's going to get hurt? <coughs> Me. Yeah? God's just going to go, go on then. You can have that. And we're going to get hurt. The other thing that we know about elastic bands, or if you may know about elastic bands, if you leave an elastic band for a couple of years, what happens to it? It crumbles. Okay? Now, I used to buy... Uh, big bags of elastic bands because I used to use them for my triathlons for, uh, for something. And I used to have to replace the bag before I actually used the elastic bands uh, because they just all crumble. So an elastic band type of covenant is kind of, we can be close to God and, and as long as we keep close to God, I'm, but I have to do a lot of work um, to that. Okay, so not a great one. And then there's the, the ultimate um, Formula One standard um, of a covenant. Okay? Now, this is, I think, the kind of, yeah, the ultimate kind of covenant. And, and the word covenant means that connection between one person and the other. And the, uh, the marriage covenant uh, is kind of the one that most people kind of can kind of get their heads around. Now, as you can see, I don't have the rope. God's got the rope. So this covenant is something God is offering to me. It's not something I'm building to get to God. So God can offer me this uh, covenant, and we bind ourselves together, and it's a secure connection, okay? Okay? So even if I'm over here, I'm still connected to God. And if I'm like looking over here, I'm like, no, no, okay, yeah, that covenant is strong and I'm going to stay close to God. Strong, uh, firm, dependable. So the word covenant means tied up. Thank you. Wasn't it here wonderful, God? So, if we think now back, um, cats tidying up after me, nothing's new. Um, So now if we think about that covenant, it's like, okay, there's that treasure in that field. Okay, so the toilet paper covenant. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a nice, nice treasure. Yeah, no, I'm not interested, I'm going to go away. But I've I've seen it, I've seen God, it's nice. Nah, it's not for me. I'm going to go elsewhere. The paper chain one, there's a treasure there. Oh, it's really important, that treasure. Oh, we need to build a wall around that field. 
and we need to put some guards in there. And if you come to that field, I'm going to look at you and go, mm, you're not wearing a tie. No, no, you haven't washed your hands. No, sorry, you can't come in. Okay. Or there's that elastic band covenant of, yeah, I'm going to visit it every now and again, but yeah, not me. Not all the time I'm going to go and do other things. Or there's that I'm going to sell everything and I'm going to buy that field and that treasure is going to be mine. It reminds me of um, the passage in Matthew 19, uh, verse 16. It says, Now a man came to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good things must I do to get eternal life? What do you, uh, what do you ask me? Uh, why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. Which ones? The man inquired. Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. All these things I have kept, the young man said. What should I uh, do to lack? Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions, give to the poor, and, sell, and you will have the treasure in heaven. So it's that treasure in heaven that we are trying um, to buy. It also says in Matthew uh, chapter 6, do not store up yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where the thieves break in and steal, but store up yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where the thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will also be. Now, it's actually quite difficult for me to talk about this um, passage because I don't think, really honestly, I've got that gold standard rope covenant sorted. And, and I think it's, it's worth kind of acknowledging um, when we're not perfect, because we're not perfect. I would say I would probably be tending a little bit more towards the elastic band covenant. I can be really close to God, but I can wander really, really wonder. And, and I've been struggling with that idea of identity myself. So if you've been here for a few years, you will know that in 2019, I ran an Ironman. Uh, and what you may have known the year before is that I injured myself in the training. And I'd asked a whole load of people uh, for prayer or um, to heal me so that I could do this Ironman. And, and the healing kind of didn't come, and I kind of like, but I'm going to be an Ironman. I will be an Ironman. And I, went to di and, I, and I went and did it. And I injured myself pretty badly, and I haven't ran properly since the beginning of 2020. Now, my identity there was being an Ironman. And... I don't have that anymore because I can't run. So I've been struggling to think, well, who am I? Because I've been looking over here. I haven't been looking there. 
And that's my real big uh, thing for 2023 and what I will be doing when we do the covenant service is that I need to recommit myself to God and say, no, I do want that rope of covenant. Now, I brought in some medals um, today. Now, I couldn't bring the Ironman one up because it's kind of locked away a, a little bit more, but I, I found my marathon um, one. And, um, and this was one that I wanted for a long time. I wanted to run the London Marathon for ages. Uh, and almost like it was treasure. It's like, I've run the London Marathon. I'm a marathon runner. Just the same way as I want to do an Ironman. I'm an Ironman. But God showed me something really funny this morning. You seen what's on my medal? It's rusting. <laughs> That's not why I went to go and find my medals, but I went, okay, God. Yeah. Don't store up your treasure in heaven where rust and moths can destroy. Okay? That's not what I've got a covenant of. The covenant that I want is the covenant with God. So as we do the covenant service just now, that's what I want you to be thinking about. Those words are really hard. I'm no longer mine but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me employed by you. Let me be laid aside for you, exalted for you, brought low for you, being empty or being full. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I am freely and wholeheartedly yield to all things. Wholeheartedly yield to all things, to your pleasure and disposable. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours, so be it. And the covenant is now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Locking Castle Church, please visit our website at lockingcastlechurch.org.